Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the quick hitter version of the Mike Wise Show. I'm Bruce Bernstein filling in for Mike this week. Our guest is Steve Bullpett, who's been covering the NBA for nearly four decades. And our topic this week is the Boston Celtics and whether the acquisition of Evan Fournier means that Kemba Walker might need to take on a new role. So is it automatic that that when Fournier comes here that he's going to come off the bench or is there any chance he might end up in the starting lineup? I'm not sure. Uh, I would I would think bench might be smart because you want Marcus Smart with your first team because I think you're trying to get them to um, to try to establish a, a bit of a defensive presence sooner in the game. Um, you know, that hasn't been, you know, even with smart, it hasn't always worked out that way, but there's obviously a better opportunity with him there. Um, and having a guy like Fournier on the uh, coming off the bench gives you an, an extra scoring element there um, that, that might be really, really beneficial. So here's kind of a crazy question, and I don't know if it's even practical that this could be done, but if you're supposedly somebody who thinks out of the box as Brad Stevens, we've been told is one of those guys, right? What about something like this? Put Fournier in the starting lineup with smart, make Kemba the sixth man. And could that work from a chemistry point of view? Would Kemba being the highest paid guy on the team, accept that role? Uh, is he got, is he the type of personality that would say, you know what? I got my money. I want the team to do well. I'll do that. And then because one of the things I think that could, I mean, there's really a couple things I think that could have a positive impact on. Number one, as you saw last night, sometimes he starts quick out of the gate. So if you want to get a guy off the bench that helps you, bring somebody in who heats up like really fast. Number two, if he's playing sixth man minutes, maybe he can play back to backs because he's not going to have as many minutes on him. I mean, what do, what do you, do you feel that's something they should consider or even would consider? Well, intellectually, it makes a lot of sense. And when Bruce Springsteen is making sense like that. Um, I know, scary. <laughs> no, um, I, I think it, it, it might work in theory offensively. And I think Kemba is a guy that would accept whatever, you know, is going to be right for the situation, for the overall thing. I think the only issue I, the issue I would have with it is you're going to have uh, Kemba and um, Peyton Pritchard in, and how's that going to be defensive, defensively? Um, you know, but then again, the pace will be faster. So you'd be playing more of an up and down game. So there'll be less opportunity for them to get perhaps back down and, uh, and uh, taken advantage of in a half court set. But, you know, it's going to be the who starts and, and all that stuff. I think, you know, Red Arbacks always said it was, he always said it was more important who finishes. And I think that's going to be 
more interesting. Uh, but again, above all that is how are they going to play? How are they going to play well together? How will they mesh? Um, look, if, if the ball is moving and guys are cutting and being rewarded for those cuts, sometimes you cut just to clear out space for somebody else. That kind of sacrificial game is really, really important. You know, a guy can make a great drive to the hoop, but really it's the guy who sealed off the man that could have helped that, that was the star of the play. So, you know, um, it's really how are they going to play that's going to determine things, I think. You know, what style will they play? So Fournier is like, what, six, 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 seven? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty big, pretty big guard. But they say he's a pretty good playmaker. I, I, I admit, I've most of the time I've watched him, I've watched him shoot. I haven't really watched his all-around game as much as I should. But the word is that he's a playmaker, whatever. So I don't know. It seems like, again, the whole Kemba coming off the bench thing also there's another element to that which is now that Williams should really be starting can you bring Tristan Thompson in to kind of anchor the bigs on the second unit so it's kind of a Kemba Tristan Thompson anchored second team and Tristan can help out when it comes to you know covering some ground defensively right yeah well you know I'd actually put you know with with that setup I might actually you know reverse them and have Rob Williams with the second group you know, doing rim running and stuff like that. Look, the, the, the benefit to, uh, and I was going to say getting Kemba away from the starters, but you're always going to have either Jalen or Jason on the floor with them pretty right. much. That's the, the idea. But uh, Kemba Walker has been over his career, a guy, you know, a saturation scorer, a guy with the ball in his hands and you want him to go make plays. I mean, he was an incredible player in Charlotte because he was needed to be that, but it was never going to work overall for your team because you didn't have enough around him. Um, so, you know, he can play a little bit more of that selfish game perhaps and, and, you know, get going that way. But he's a guy that, that really, you know, has had no problem giving the ball up offensively. They've had to push him at times to be more assertive looking for his own shot. Um, and you've got to be able to live with misses here and there. See, like like last night, uh, or as we're talking, Saturday Friday morning, Friday. Friday night against Milwaukee, you know, the Celtics did shot well from three-point range. They missed some shots. They missed uh, – they took a couple of bat- ones that, you know, maybe they should have taken. But the fact that they were taking shots in an up-tempo offense meant that, you know, you're going to get more possessions. You know, that playing faster, playing up-tempo gets you more possessions. And when the ball is moving, the ball finds energy and it rewards energy. And, you know, I think that's something that all guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown should be embracing. They should be really more than willing to give the ball up and make a cut because there's more of a chance they'll get it back in a position where they can just finish not have to beat two or three guys and go through that. They can get some easier buckets. And, you know, I, I don't know if there's a, a, an advanced analytics stat for it, for easy buckets for EBs, but um, the Celtics would have to be at the bottom of that list over most of the season. If you'd like to hear more from Steve Bullpett and myself, check out the full version of the Mike Wise show from Pure Hoops Media. And if you'd like to see the video version of our quick hitter, You can check that out and much more from Pure Hoops Media 
on our YouTube channel.